Today is Monday, October 25th, 2010, and this is Radio Wave. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Radio Wave. Your host is a friend of Medjugorje, and today, October 25th, is a day that Our Lady gives a message for the world. For those of you who are new to Medjugorje, in the beginning, Our Lady was giving messages to the visionaries, and uh, that progressed into weekly messages where Our Lady was giving messages for the parish. After a period of time until 19, uh, the end of 1986, or the beginning of 1987, our Lady uh, stopped having her weekly messages, which were given through Maria, and uh, changed to giving messages on the 25th of the month. And so these messages uh, that are given on the 25th of the month are for uh, the conversion of the world. And so tonight, as we begin this broadcast, we ask that you open your hearts in prayer as we turn Radio Wave over to our host, a friend of Medjugorje. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. May we come before you with the seasons changing, that this speaks to us so clearly about life, what we invested into it, what happens when we age, or even when we're young, when the life ends. What was our contribution? What was our witness to those who needed us, who needed to see what we leave behind that we might live in their hearts? and change the world. We recognize your plan as such, and we pray tonight for that. Our Lady, Queen of Peace and Reconciliation. Perfect. Well, there you have Our Lady saying, you may stop Satan's plans over this world, which is further from God every day. We don't have to have a lot of research or evidence or read a lot to see it just in a daily walk down the street to see that. The situation of the culture, the way we live, the assaults, the force of evil over us being forcing itself in our face, and we're too weak to stand up against it. We have no convicting power. We've lost the salt, the potency of the salt, which preserves the meat, and the culture of society, the meat, is rotten. And we're much to blame for it, not the sinners. Evil is always ready to do its work. It's always ready to go forward. It's always ready to implement what it does. The only thing that keeps it at bay, the dam that holds it back, the levees, that, that causes a flood of evil not to flow out of the world, is righteousness. And so righteousness is what lacks, is lacking in the world today. If we were righteous people, we wouldn't have the problems we have right now. We'd be worrying about running to November's 
second election next week, we wouldn't be dealing with a lot of the situations we're in. But we don't have righteousness, not even in a home, not even not even the praying home. As Malachi says, set nothing defiled before your eyes. And people have TV. We often hear when we criticize television to somebody, they say, oh, well, I don't watch it much. You know, I, I look at very little. What do you get the thing in your house for? Set nothing defiled before your eyes. Well, I only watch religious programming. I only watch at Easter time, Jesus of Nazareth. What about the commercials? Do you not think evil is watching that? Do you not think he wants to get there in the commercial? And if you commit physical sin, you contemplate you're going to rob a bank, you've done that. But just the planning of that, the contemplation of that, that you're going to do that, is the same thing. And that's proven by the principle Jesus said that you can commit adultery in the heart. And so if we allow ourselves to be entertained by commercial, what's the difference in a temptation that comes in your thoughts, whatever it may be, and you don't reject it, but you entertain it? That you set yourself in front of a 60-second commercial, allow yourself to watch it. A lot of people don't like sin. A lot of people don't like the guilt that comes from it. But because of that, and they've entertained it, the guilt's there. But they've done that sin because they've entertained it. So we have this thing in our house, and other things, including newspapers and magazines that I follow, all these, all these things that we... mirrors the culture... Except. I've seen people go into Medjugorje read people's magazine. This thing's filthy. You just have to do glance at the cover to even see that and, and want to vomit from what's on it. And yet, people read it. They pray and they got a rosary. I like to keep up with the stars. These vile people, you're following that. You're, you're tainted. You're not converted. And so our lady's message today really speaks to us about this what her desire is, what she wants from us. And what this time is about. What her call is, what she wants you to decide, what her decision is for you. And what she wants to do with you in joy and make an example of you for joy for others. So Joan, without further ado, let's read today's message. Our Lady of Medjugorje's October 25th, 2010, monthly message. Dear children, may this time be a time of prayer for you. My call, little children, desires to be for you a call to decide to follow the way of conversion. Therefore, pray and seek the intercession of all the saints May they be for you an example, an incentive, and a joy towards eternal life. Thank you for having responded to my call. Well, here we are with Our Lady again saying, follow the way of conversion. And what is conversion? Conversion is a process. Our Lady, Our Lady actually says the words, a process which lasts your entire life. 
So people say, oh, I've, I've experienced a conversion. That doesn't mean you're converted. Often people may go to Medjugorje. They may be in the States. They may be in Australia. They may be someplace in the world, and they experience and encounter Our Lady, the messages. And they say, my conversion was in 1998, August 23rd, whatever that date may be. It's like the Protestants often say, well, I was born again at such and such date. And it's kind of like a born-again experience. But that doesn't mean you're, you're, you're converted. Paul was not converted when he got blinded after persecuting and killing Christians and participating in the killing of Stephen, the first saint, martyred. And so what did he do? He had to go through the process of conversion. That conversion, we know, Scripture says, eight years it lasted. He didn't do anything. He had to learn what it was to be a Christian. Jesus took three years to teach his little band of apostles. And he's God himself. And he was with them day and night for three years. And they still needed conversion. Peter was still converted the night he, he, he turned against Jesus. And then afterwards, they weren't completely converted. They still had the vice they had to get rid of. They still had ways that were contrary or offensive to God. Jesus, Peter turns to Jesus. when All these miracles he's seeing, he says, Leave me. Depart from me, Jesus. I'm a sinner. Because he just recognized something else. Here he was. He needed more conversion. Conversion, a conversion experience doesn't mean you're converted. Paul had to learn how to be a Christian. And we also know there probably could have been three more years, 11 whole years, before he really went out and set out and did what he did. Can you imagine? Paul went through 11 years of conversion. He had to apply the Christian life to his way of life. And he was a taught and well-schooled Pharisee. And so what do we have today? Our Lady now coming for 29, 30 years, really, this summer, next summer, to convert us. To do what? To direct us. Our Lady is your spiritual director. She is my spiritual director. We have such a lack of direction a lack of the way, a lack of the way of understanding scriptures that she's come to point the way to help her, us understand. Our lady says, she is God's messenger. Messenger of his love. Actually, June 2nd, 2010, she says, accept me as a mother and a messenger of God's love and of his desire for your salvation. What do you need for your salvation? What would she say next about that? Would she say, give up the TV? Cast it out of your house? Most people say, oh, well, he's not saying that. She said, avoid television, especially those, uh, especially those of evil programs. She said another time, renounce the television. You can't be glued to the TV or partially watch it, and then go and keep continuing conversion. Nor bad music, nor bad magazines, nor bad reading, not even the newspapers. Our lady says, do not read the newspapers because afterwards your heads are full of facts and you can no longer pray. You have to pray to be converted. You have to fast to be converted. But our lady's message says, messenger of God's love and of his desire of your salvation for rather for your salvation. And then just after that, she says, free yourself from everything. 
What thing in your house? What thing in your life? What thing in your past that has tainted and hurt your heart? Free yourself, she says, from everything from the past which burdens you and gives you a sense of guilt. Get rid of that garbage. Guilt has a use of purpose to make you repent, but don't cling to it. It'll cause you mental anguish. Mental anguish will cause you mental problems. A lot of mental illness comes from sin. Our lady continues, of everything that brought you to error, everything that brought you to error, what in your home has brought you to error? Think about that. And that could be the lack of prayer. What has preoccupied your life? Your laptop? Your cell phones? Technology? What are those things in your life that have brought you to error? And don't think that just means the darkness. Because darkness could be also those things that keep you from prayer that fall into darkness. But what does it like say? Everything that brought you to error. And then she says the word darkness. But don't look at it just like the devil. Look at it at things that's useful. Things that preoccupy your time. Into nothingness. Idleness is the devil's workshop. That's, that's, that's darkness. Accept the light. And be born anew. June 2nd, 2010. Just this summer. So, our Lady's message today, follow the way of conversion, is a process which involves time, time to grow in conversion. Not something that you can easily walk away and make the mistakes so many people do, not be, being so green and so much a lack of direction. What do you do with conversion? Well, go tell everybody to get converted themselves. Well, you might have gained conversion uh, uh, instantly you might have felt conversion you might had a conversion experience but when you go convey that I'm converted I'm converted I'm converted oh, I love God I, I did this and nobody's seen changes in your life why would they want to go experience like that because they can't feel they can't understand they may think that they might they will think you made it up nothing changed in your life there has to be a transformation in your life something has to change fundamentally that makes them see well, they can only believe that you're exaggerating. I've had an encounter with God. Oh, you have? And you're still going to buy lottery tickets? You're still saying bad words? You still are in the habits you're in? The process of conversion, which Elaine said today, is a process of changing your life. Elaine once said, change the direction of your life. My car little children desires to be for you a call to decide to, f to follow the way of conversion. So this conversion thing is m very much misunderstood in Medjugorje, uh, in the Medjugorje process. And it's not something easily that we can identify. Now a lady goes on and says, and we need help with that conversion. So our lady adds to this, and of course, November 1st is All Souls Day. But she says, therefore, pray and seek the intercession of all the saints. 
when Father Slavko died suddenly in Medjugorje, he died on the 23rd, the 24th, Maria had an apparition at his casket. The 25th, she had the message for the world. And lady ends the message. Actually, the message is talking about eternal life. And she ends the message, Your brother Slavko has been born into heaven and intercedes for you. It's incredible. Some of the Franciscans didn't believe that because they knew Father Slavko. They lived with him. Here he was, a lady declaring a saint. And people had trouble with that. I said that. And I knew Slavko well. And there was things that I didn't agree with what he did and things he didn't agree with what I did. But I recognized immediately when they said this, he was a saint. I talked to Franciscans that balked about that. They didn't believe that. The guy's going to be canonized. When Medjugorje is approved and we got decades down the road, whenever that happens, that's going to happen. Did he look like a saint when I was talking to him sometimes? No. But man can't see the heart. Did he give? Did he go every morning at 5 o'clock and pray on the mountains? Yes. Did he do a lot of things that, that were very penitential? Yes. Did he do a holy hours on his knees for, for hours? Yes. He did a holy hour like nobody could ever do a holy hour. In fact, if there's anything he could be accredited to, is his holy hours, which continues in Medjugorje, was innovative in the way that they were done through the Holy Spirit and bringing people back to adoration worldwide. And if you go to Medjugorje now and you see the adoration, you can thank Slavko for that. And so we know that Our Lady has said, He will intercede for you. And so these are the friends. These are the people that help you. And we have to realize that these people, these souls, have power to help us convert. Now, Our Lady said once, People make a big mistake by praying only to the saints. She was getting us away from that because we had the wrong thing. We had the wrong ideas about it. We never prayed Jesus. We never prayed to Our Lady. It was all the saints. It's more of a lucky charm type mentality. And the saints, and uh, yeah, I'm raised in an Italian family. It was, it was just the wrong way. Our Lady wanted to cleanse us, cleanse us of the way we approached that and come back in a new way. And so the intercession of the saints is very important. My patron saint is Joan of Arc. I love Joan of Arc. I was at France reading Mark Twain's version on where she was burned at the stake. It's an incredible story. You want to be inspired as somebody who had fiber and who had stanima and who was unwavering and who never balked at what she's going into. And all her men, all her soldiers, all the generals, everybody was with her didn't believe the way she was going was the right way. She had a straight vision, a, a clarity, that no matter what the opposition was, she was going to walk that, even to her death. And eventually she did do that. And so God lets every man follow, and at the end, Joan of Arc did follow the day before she was uh, burned at the stake because she was weary. So God allows this happen sometimes to happen to show us that they're, they're frail. There, there is a human side of them. But I encourage everybody through this winter season to get Mark Twain's version of Joan of Arc. What's the title of it? Just Joan of Arc, mm -hmm. Mark, Mark Twain. You can find it. Just Google it or look that up. It's well worthwhile. It's a little bit slow starting off. But Mark Twain, who wasn't necessarily a big believer, said this was the greatest woman who ever lived. He didn't understand who the Virgin Mary was. But she's a prefigurement of that because Joan of Arc saved France when it was reduced to a couple of blocks 
brought it back after a hundred years of battles, France was over, and and did it all in a, in a few weeks. What took over a century and they losing it, they lost it. She saved France just like our lady's coming today to save the world. So it's very important for us to understand the the intercessory power of these saints and to know them. Medjugorje, the Medjugorje movement is going to have saints in it. Uh, there's been ages throughout history where the, the, it just seems like saints just grew up out of the dirt. And we, we're there. Uh, I'm sure I know several saints in the Medjugorje movement. I'm sure they'll be saints of the church. Uh, and, and I'm presuming the church? No, it's just common sense. You've got people doing historic things contrary to the culture, contrary to the way, standing up, persecuted, difficult things, unbelievable. Just the visionaries. Maria will be a saint. And, and it's likely that the other visionaries end up this way. I mean, how can you see the Virgin Mary as Revelation chapter 12 and that fulfillment in our time, in our moment, and that's what this is about, Revelation chapter 12, and these people not be remembered in the church by being canonized. And all that happens when you're a saint is, is that you're declared that you're definitely in heaven. And so there's proof of that through the miracles that you do. So these friends for us, these people in heaven, are ready to intercede for us. Are you using that for your conversion? It is not as one thinks. It is covered with sorrow. Its pain often wishes for death to alleviate it. Its tunnel is dark, many times relying on wisdom as the only way to course through it. Its situation will tempt one to wonder, is it worth it? It contains such bitterness that all who have experienced it sought not to go through its depths. Its greatness is measured in its level of intensity of sorrow it brings. It is grief. Its path is covered with snares and traps, and many do not make it. Its tears are not of the eyes, but of the heart. It defines woe to the deepest meaning for the one who reaches its peak. Its summit once scaled Having passed through its purifying requirements brings clarity, vision, and jubilation. For once reached, it is the height of crushing defeat, the measurement of which its depths determines the measurement of its heights. Jesus formed its sign with two wooden beams. It is victory. Come to Caritas of Birmingham, a place in which Mary, Queen of Peace of Medjugorje, has promised to carry all your intentions before God's throne. Our Lady said, when you will suffer difficulties and need something, come to me. For one day or for one week, experience Medjugorje brought home to you. Come to the mother who is here to help you, Caritas of Birmingham. For directions, call in the U.S. 
You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. I was going to ask you what your definition of a saint is, but after listening to this past commercial, which was actually writing that you did for the school one year, uh, it, it pretty much um, gives a definition, but I wonder if you would expand a little bit on that, your idea of victory in the midst of all of the, the trials and sufferings that, that go towards that. Well, I think uh, writing victory was something that um, comes from experience. And the process of conversion, you experience things. And to be a saint, really, all you have to do is do God's will. Every person that ever lived, if they did God's will, would be a great saint. God's will can't be anything other than that. So to find God's will is, is really should be our key uh, in this life. And if you're doing that, if you're seeking the will of God, if you're seeking what is His will, in fact, October 25th, 2008, our lady says, um, with prayer and fasting, that you may be conscious of how much God loves you and carry out God's will. Or to paraphrase that, what I want to focus on, with fasting, you become conscious and carry out God's will. So prayer and fasting will help you discover what God's will is. And that's your, that's your process of conversion, is not only to rid everything from your life and free yourself from these things that has brought you to error and darkness, but also to, to discover the will of God. Now, you can do God's will and not necessarily be a saint by always being drawn on his passive will. God's passive will is saying, I want this, I want this, I want this. God, do this, do this, and this, and I'm going to help you. You know, and God, God, he'll eventually give it to you. You pray to the saints, you've done this, you've done all your novenas, and he grants things to you. But that's his passive will. I've experienced that before. I kept asking Maria, ask a lady a question, and she would only say pray. And after a year of doing this, I went to Maria, I said, what do we need to do? I said, what kind of novena can we do to Our Lady to get more than that? And she told me, let's do three mysteries of the ro- all three mysteries of the rosary. Let's go to five o'clock on the Apparition Mountain for nine days, and then we'll re-ask. We did that, and it was incredible. The novena worked. And our lady says, you pray. Now's not the time, in other words, for the answer. So heaven, it wasn't God's will to give me any more than what it was given. Now, I moved God. Passively, okay, you're you're nagging me. You know, you went all up the mountain, so okay, this is what is now's not the time. You know, you pray. And and I kind of knew that's what it was, but it was just very exciting to see even passive will of God. Very few people on, on on the planet have that gift to be able to see what I saw there. It was very exciting. At the same time, I I was drawn on God's passive will. God's will was what he said, you just pray, that one word. And so you can be drawn on God's passive will. You can say, God, I don't want your passive will. I want your will for me. And you pray, you fast, 
and to become conscious of that, that you carry out God's will. And if you do that, you'll be a saint. Now, what does that mean? It means a lot of unpleasant things happening. It means things that uh, may be very difficult. Uh, you know, the, the, what is the life of the saint? But to continue to play on. Play on with life. Continue what they do. When everything you think is wrong, you just keep going. Because many times to do God's will, everything is falling apart. Everything looks like it's going wrong. Everything is, is like the floodgates have opened and drowning you. And you're saying, where's this going? You're swimming in this mess and you can't get out of it. And you're just trying not to drown. This is conversion. This is the process of following God's will. When you do that, only thing you can do is what the saints have done. What did they do? They played on. That continued. And so when you start doing that and you see these storms come on the darkest of night, don't give up the fight. To be saying is to do God's will at all costs, any cost, and every cost.
Our lady says, this time, or rather, may this time be a time of prayer for you. October 25th, 2004, Our Lady says, This is a time of grace for the family, and therefore I call you to renew prayer. And today, if there's any time that there can be saints, it's within the family. I mean, the assaults against marriage, the assaults against family, the assaults of, of living peace in family, it takes heroic virtue. And that's something we've lost. And so, friends can't be friends even in family now. We ask that strife and such division. And this has come up so abnormal between the, even in history, even in the Roman Empire, we don't see the family structures we see it right now. I've read th- different things in history, and it's amazing how we're so dysfunctioned, uh, the family and how it operates. You wouldn't even call it family today, even, even by pagans. They would, they would not recognize family today the way it is. And so the definition of the family and what it is and, and how things make it, and a lot of it's too much independence, too much where we depend on modernism and we don't need God. Family, the family unit was so necessary. Mariana said one day, you'll know why I want a large family after she had a miscarriage. Why? Because Probably because she was speaking about the grand way of life. It was important to have large families to make it. If you didn't, you didn't. You didn't make it. So Our Lady wants us to be saints, but she says, October 9, 1986, you know that I desire to lead you on the way of holiness, but I do not desire, or rather I do not want to compel you to be saints by force. Our Lady doesn't want to force you this way. Like we force God his passive will. He'll relent. He'll give in to it. It's not always the best thing for you. You know, you pray for a spouse that, that he don't want you to have, and you pray for it, and pray for it, and pray for it, and mourn it, and you sacrifice, and you fast for it, and then you get it and you think, what in the world did I do? Why did God give me that? Because you nagged him to death about it. So if you want to be a saint, it's a free thing. It's nothing by force. And don't force God. Our Lady goes on and says, I desire that each of you, by your, little, by your own little denials, help yourself and me so I can lead you from day to day to holiness. Holiness. That's what the life of the saint's about. And yet, old people don't want to be holy. It's not that much fun. We were just at in Georgia, something we go to every year. It's a whole grand, uh, huge show, one of the biggest in the nation, where they show every kind of agricultural piece of equipment that there is and how it operates, and they grow crops, and they, they do everything from the corn to the to the soy, the, the cotton, hay cutting. They, you can go to New Holland, the, all the tractor jack case. Everything's there. And every dealer brings out, you know, every model they got. New Holland brought out probably 30, 40 of the tractors. And so we go there every year. At night when we do that, we camp. We just get tents. We sleep out. And it's, we wanted to have our own community. We take 15, 25 of us and all the kids out of school. We usually will, when we first started going down there 15 years ago, we'd get in some pines way away from everybody. They came and told us we couldn't do that. We said, well, we want to be apart from everybody else. Well, the guy said, you can't do it. This year, you allow it, but next year, you can't. And I said, okay, we've got to be obedient. So we did that. They put us right where we end up being, right in the middle where everybody can see us from the road. Everybody can see us from around. We come in there and make our claim in our big old area, put up five or six, seven tents, our horse trailer, a lot of supplies, pull out the tables. We've got a whole setup there. And everybody watches us. Through the years, they come to look forward to come and see us. 
Now, last Tuesday or Wednesday night, we pull out the instruments after we eat. We got a campfire going. And we have a whole group of Mennonites come over, 35 of them. Now, here's us Catholics and those Mennonites, and we're in the same camp. And they sing to us, and we sing Medjugorje Adoration songs to them. It's beautiful. You wouldn't believe it. And there, there's something we connect on in this green way of life. And, of course, they've allowed cell phones into their, their life, the Mennonites have. And they were just amazed what we do. doing. We gave them our mission statements. We talked to the youth. They sat down. We have another couple that come up, another family that comes up in the last two or three years, and they sit there and sit with us, eat with us. They're Amish. And uh, they walk over barefooted. And here is us Catholics, and we're on the same page about the morality and everything. And the girls, one was named Hannah, another one's Joy, and the son was named uh, Micaiah. And the two girls are so, they're 14, 14, 15, 13, somewhere aged like that. So innocent and so pure. They're, they're, they just giggled and talked. And usually the Amish people don't want you or your youth talking to their youth. They don't want the infection. But they feel at peace with us. And so this purity, this walk that we've all getting defiled things away from us, like the television or away from our children, and we're able to relate to people like that. If you've ever been around Amish, they, they, they're closed. They don't want you around them. You know, you can go through Amish country and, and, and tour and do whatever you do, but you don't have a real inner exchange like we do with these people. And it can, it's only a lady. And we don't shy from our lady. They've, we've given them books. We've given them materials several, for several years. We, we freely talk about our lady. We'll play our adoration songs and explain that. Playing the fiddle, the guitar, the banjo. But this is what our lady's seeking for us. And we have real friends down there. And you really find out who your friends are. And we've, we've learned to make friends with these people. And we really relate spiritually. People come to them, and we've got a lot of admiration from the county people that come up. The first thing they do, they see us. They, the county church come in and say hello to us. They love talking to our youth. They love talking to us. We've made friends across the country at this place. Who, who, we, we always bring extra food. We feed extra people. But it's beautiful. And, and we have real friends. Who has real friends today? But when we think of friends, it's not just earthly friends. We have friends in heaven that intercede for us. You know, our lady said that those, I think it's Sofko's message about those who you meet in this life, that you'll gain friends. And you'll have those friends on earth, and you'll have those friends when they die, still with you on earth, but also in heaven. So who are your friends, and how do you find those friends? It's by living our lady's messages. Run your car off the side of the road, get stuck in a ditch way out in the middle of nowhere. Or get yourself in a bind, lose the shirt off your back. Need a floor, need a couch, need a bus fare. This is where the rubber meets the road. This is where the cream is gonna rise. This is what you really didn't know This is where the truth don't lie You'll find out who your friends are Somebody's gonna 
drop everything Run out and crank up their car Hit the gas, get that fast Never stop to think what's in ever me Or it's way too far They just show on up With their big old heart You find out who your friends are Everybody wants to slap your back, wants to shake your hand when you're up on top of that mountain. But let one of those rocks give way, then you slide back down, look up and see who's around then. This ain't where the road comes to an end. This ain't where the bandwagon stops. This is just one of those times when a lot of folks jump off. You find out who your friends are. Somebody's gonna drop everything. Run out and crank up their car. Hit the gas, get there fast. Never stop to think what's in it for me. Or it's way too far. They just show on up with that big old heart. You find out who your friends are When the water's high When the weather's not so fair When the well runs dry Who's gonna be there? You find out who your friends are Somebody's gonna drop everything Run out and crank up their car Hit the gas, get there fast Never stop to think what's in it for me Way too far, they just show on up with a big old heart. You find out who your friends are. Yeah, yeah. You find out who your friends are. Run your car off the side of the road, get stuck in a ditch, swing out in the middle of nowhere. Get yourself in a bind, lose a shirt off your back Need a floor, need a couch, need a bus you to an experience of a lifetime. Come to the five-day annual retreat, December 8th through 12th, the five days of the reconciling of ourselves, our families, and our nation back to God, a prayerful gathering to implore the mercy of God upon our families and nation. America was given a beautiful gift on Thanksgiving Day November 24, 1988. The Virgin Mary appeared in an open field, consecrating the spot by her heavenly visitation. Today, Our Lady appeared and she was very happy when she came. She announced through the Medjugorje visionary, Maria Lunetti, she was here to help us and that she would intercede for you to God for all your intentions. Experience Our Lady. Experience Retreat. Experience Christmas.
experience a place fragranced by the Queen of the Angels herself and leave moved deep within your heart. With the events of Our Lady's apparitions in Medjugorje, come to a special place she's visited, designated, and allow Our Lady to enlighten you in regard to God's plans to renew the face of the earth, nay, even all of creation. For more information, call Caritas at 205-672-2000. You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. And December 8th through 12th is not far off. It's only just a few months away, so you're going to want to begin to make your plans for that now. Uh, one question for a friend. Don't of that me- commercial just make you wait, <laughs> can't wait for it? It's such a, if, if nobody came, we'd do it for ourselves. It's such a joy. One, well, one thing I will say about that is that uh, for the people who do come, you, there's a bonding that you have with these people. It's Our Lady said in a message that she desired uh, not only a place of prayer, but a meeting of hearts. And that takes place here. There's a real meeting of hearts of people here, and you start to look forward to the people who you see uh, from all over the world, or all over the country specifically, who come and they become, um, you become closer than friends, and, and in, in many ways you become like family to these people. So, uh, and we, we experience that as community, especially for the people that come here, but that's not the question that I was... Well, I just... Go ahead. <laughs> so it's anyway. It's just a joy hearing that commercial start and thinking about what's coming. So anyway, uh, well, the It's question, like Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so, well, the question is, and something that stood out uh, to me in the message here, and I thought maybe you would uh, like to comment on this. Our Lady says, uh, she's speaking about following the way of conversion. She says, therefore, pray and seek the intercession of all the saints, and Our Lady uh, probably could have said a, a lot of different things in that message, but why the specification of all the saints? Is there something specific that Our Lady has to say that, you know, not just the saints in particular? Why would she specify saying all the saints? Well, people get into a guru of, of, of uh, almost like cult in some of the saints, and, and it's not, just, you know, you got the virtues of all the saints you can do the choir choir of angels you have the uh, the whole church the, the the theology of the saints of the whole church and so I think Our Lady is not close being, bringing closure to, to specifying whatever but all the saints are access to whatever they may you know how many times you hear people praying St. Anthony if you lost something how many people you praise St. Joseph for you know your marriage or or St. Joan of Arc, you know, if you're a warrior or a soldier. So you've got all the, you just got to, there's not anything out there that you don't need that you can't find a patron saint of. I mean, the miners down in Chile were praying to the saint, um, I think it was Jerome, or maybe maybe St. Jerome, because he translated in, in, the, in the Nativity, the Bible. Maybe it was that St. Jerome, I don't know. Whatever the reason is. So I don't think it's, um, I really see this message as, as a stalling message, a message that, and it doesn't have anything she wants to say right now. She might be prepping us for next week's November 2nd message. But I say a stalling message in the sense that this message may be more important in the future when you're praying and you need a message and you know you need to convert and you see that. Because it doesn't reveal anything that she doesn't already, already said to us. And there is 
like our last October second message, an incredible message. You know, I said I wrote a thing called the uh, it's a wow message. And I said last month to be watching this message to keep looking at it, and it was incredible how it continued to speak. But to answer specifically what you were asking about, seek the intercession of all the saints. Is we've got a great wealth. We're seeking help from people here on earth. We go to the doctors. We do that. They're secondary. In fact, the point man God speaks about a parent can actually do more for a child in heaven than they can on earth, and they have interest. and And we've got to realize too, praying for your loved ones uh, has has a value, has an ability to get things things. They're your saint, your personal saint. And so I think Ali wants to reacquaint us with this. We've lost that. I'll say more about that in a minute. But going back to last month's October 2nd message, or this month's October 2nd message, I said that this message, well, you should read it every day. It's going to speak to us. That was October 2nd. The next day was Sunday, October 3rd. The first reading was was incredible. What what it says in the book of Habakkuk, it said... How long, O Lord, I cry for help. But you do not listen. I cry out to you violence, but you do not intervene. Why do you let me see roaring? Why must I look at misery? It's incredible. They just said the day before, May your crosses be your means in the battle against the sins of the present times. Is that not violent? Are we all sick of what's happening in the world? Are we crying out to God for year after year after year, but you don't intervene, God? How long, O Lord, I cry, I help. I really, I cry for help, but you do not listen. That was the reading the very next day. And the, the day before, Ale says, may your crosses be your means in the battle against the sins of the present. This scripture is so in tune with the message, it was incredible. The scripture went on to say, destruction and violence are before me. There is strife and clamor discord, clamorous discord. It's unbelievable. But that's not all. Because it goes on and says, then the Lord answered me and said, now, that's the scripture, but what our lady said before, she says, may your weapon be patience and boundless love, a love that knows to wait, which will make you capable of recognizing God's signs. And the scripture, the reading the very next day, continues about destruction and violence before me. There is strife and clamorous discord. Then he says, then the Lord answered me and said, write down the vision. That's what Maria does. She writes down the words of the vision, what the vision told her. And the scripture said the next day, write down the vision clearly upon the tablets so that one can read it readily. The whole world reads the 25th message and the second of the month message. This was to Mariana, actually. So scripture says so that everyone can read it readily. And what did, what did that word say the day before? This reading, scripture reading? Wait. A lady actually says the word. Wait. Oh, let me know. I lost it right there. 
it says, wait, love knows how to wait, is what she says. That love know, that knows to wait, which will make you capable of recognizing God's love. And so we have that, and it says, for the vision there still has time, and it presses on to fulfillment, and will not disappoint. If it delays, wait for it. It will surely come, and it will not be late. We know something cataclysmic's coming. We know we got three chastisements, admonitions. We know these things are coming, and we feel they're on the verge. And let her, yet Maria, Mariana's told your crosses be the means in this battle against the sins of the present that we cry out for. Oh God, help us! And then that reading finishes by saying this: the rash one. And that means to be patient. Our lady said the day before. The rash one has no integrity, the scripture says, but the just one, and then also in the ver- the, Bible, the message of our lady the day before, your heart needs to be just. The, the scripture says, but the just one, because of his faith, shall live. This message, you, you need to read Halibut 1, 2, 3, 2, 3, 4. It's incredible. 27th reading Sunday, Ordinary Time, October 3rd. It is so much of the message. And our lady says, I'll direct you. She wants you to understand this. And so we're looking at the dark. There's no light to break it up. We're seeking. We're, 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 we see forgiveness. We see truth. Only when we look at Our Lady, when we look at the culture, we don't see it. The only thing we got to look at, the only thing I got to look at is Our Lady. When I see her, I know I'm not alone. But the world is falling apart. So what are you going to do? Are you going to just reject these messages? Are you going to pass this off as no big deal? There's nothing important. We have the waves of, the, of this culture flooding over us, forcing us, making us go along with evil, even when we don't want to often. And we want to sanctify Hollywood. We don't want to take the change and just throw the stuff out. Change. There's only one place to look. You know, and it's like a dream to us, is Our Lady. What Our Lady's doing to us in the world is a real dream. Who could ever imagine to live in this time when we could look at her? When I look at her, everything's different. We had somebody I read about the billboard today that had written in that their billboard got put on interstate. Actually, the Denver Post put a big article in the newspaper. It was sent to us. And they're having 71,000 daily eye contacts with Our Lady's eyes. When they look at her, what do they think? We're getting letters. People don't know Our Lady. People are Protestant. People are non-believers. They're coming to Our Lady. When they make eye contact with her, when they look at her, when I look at her, when you look at her, what happens? So it's really important that we understand that we need inspiration today. We need this beautiful melody that Our Lady gives to us. Break up the dark 
like a dream to me Just like kaleidoscope colors that cover me people all over the whole world who enjoy the vision of Our Lady uh, through Medjugorje.com and through the materials uh, Caritas and the writings of a friend of Medjugorje. And uh, so for those of you who are core group members, first of all, we thank you for your support. Uh, we thank you for uh, your giving us the ability to be able to give this information to people, but also our field angels as well. The core group members uh, give us the ability to be able to broadcast this throughout the whole world and to be able to place material on Medjugorje.com free to people all over the whole world. Field angels give us the ability to keep our equipment running. Uh, our lights would be off in the studio right now if it weren't for our field angels. And so uh, if you are a core group member and are not a field angel, uh, we give you an invitation to seriously look at making the decision to follow that way and to help bring others closer to Our Lady through being a field angel as well as a core group member. And if you're both, uh, again, that's a, a special blessing towards you uh, if you are both. Uh, if, again, if you're a field angel, we thank you for your support and for your generosity in helping to keep uh, this mission operating. Medjugorje.com currently is uh, in uh, viewed in 221 countries throughout the world right now. And uh, so, um, and ironically, the number fourth country in the whole world uh, that visits Medjugorje.com is Iran. And uh, maybe a friend of Medjugorje would mention just one thing about that. I know that was something that uh, began earlier in the year. We began to see this Iran phenomenon of uh, this interest uh, of Medjugorje, Medjugorje from Iran. So, uh, again, um, for those of you listening throughout the whole world, uh, you'll be in our prayers tonight in a special way. Boy, you know how to mess up a good song talking about money. <laughs> Nevertheless, we have to do that to bring you what we bring you. So I don't like to hear about it, and I know some of you don't like to hear about it, but this doesn't run for free. Everything costs. But as the song was saying, I look at you, and I think Our Lady, uh, with all the billboards we have across the country, when you see that, and you see that, just her look. I know we've got a truck with that image on it. We we deliver. It's huge. She's about eight foot tall on the side of the truck. Just passing, really, you just melt. You know, and all these problems the world faces, and you just gaze into her face. You know, the song they used to have years ago in, what, in the 70s or 60s, that, you know, your, your face could launch a thousand ships. You know, Ali can, can move a million stars. She's got a place in front of the Trinity that no one's got. And so don't forget about her intercessory power. Don't forget who she is. And she did something wonderful with Ivanka right after the apparition began. Many of you know the story that... Ivanka had lost her mother just two months before the apparition began, and so she immediately asked Our Lady about her mother, and she saw her mother. 
And her mother said to her something incredible. She says to uh, take, basically take care of her, her grandmother and help her. You know, now what is heaven concerned about a daughter helping the grandmother? The, the, these details of earth, everybody's enjoying themselves at the pleasure of the misery we suffer from. We've got to realize that, that heaven's always peering down. And actually, we've learned from the visionaries that when you pray for a loved one, they can see you at that moment. Can you imagine that they may be blocked, but when you pray for them or their soul or when you pray to them in heaven, they can peer down and look at you. You can invite them to family reunions. Say, let's pray to, to our mother today, you know, while, while we're gathered as a family. Let's bring her down. I think people have lost the vision of family, of spending your whole life and building family. It doesn't happen that you can just go along and be fighting and strife and the clamorous, as the Scripture says, of, of discord. To build family is work. To build peace takes effort. It takes fortitude. It takes visions. It takes virtue. And we don't have that. But just imagine when you grow old and you have a life that you've built for family. And Yvonne has revealed to us that God delights in three generations underneath one roof. And that means your family could be right next door to you. But God delights in this. And you will too. So it needs to be a decision in the family today, a conscious decision, that you start building family, that as the seasons come and the seasons go, nothing stays the same. We know that. But when you build family, when you fall in love with somebody, you build that up, you grow rich. Peace is the greatest treasure you can have. And so few people have it because they don't have family today. And if they get family, they'll be rich. But it takes work, and it takes effort, and it takes prayer. One day, child, eight years old, and Grandma passed away. I was a broken-hearted little boy, blowing out that birthday cake. How I cried when the sky let go. With a cold and lonesome rain Mama smiled, said don't be sad child Grandma's watching you today Cause there's holes in the floor of heaven And her tears are pouring down That's how you know she's watching Wishing she could be here now And sometimes if you're lonely Just remember she can see There's holes in the floor of heaven And she's watching over you and me Seasons come and see Go, nothing stays the same. I grew up, fell in love, met a girl who took my name. Year by year, we made a life in this sleepy little town. I thought we'd grow old together. Lord, I sure do miss her now 
But there's holes in the floor of heaven And her tears are pouring down That's how I know she's watching Wishing she could be here now And sometimes when I'm lonely I remember she can see There's holes in the floor of heaven And she's watching over you and me Well, my little girl's 23 Walk her down the aisle It's a shame her mom can't be here now To see her lovely smile They throw the rice I catch her eye As the rain starts coming down She takes my hand Says, Daddy, don't be sad I know mama's watching now And there's holes in the floor of heaven And her tears are pouring down That's how you know she's watching Wishing she could be here now And sometimes when I'm lonely I remember she can see Yes, there's holes in the floor of heaven And she's watching over you and me 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 May there be for you an example, an incentive, and a joy towards eternal life. If you look to the saints, all the saints, especially the one that I look toward, the Holy Virgin Mary, who told us, holy martyrs die witnessing, you'll know what to imitate. Look to your loved ones, pray to them, they'll be able to see you. Until next time, we issue Our Lady, we love you. Good night. <laughs>